This is Pod With Me. On today's show, we're going to talk about the popular weed killer Roundup. Huh, not so popular anymore since it causes cancer. Learn how we are consuming it, the effects, and the solution. Get ready, because the pod starts now. They knew for decades that Roundup can cause cancer, and frankly, they just didn't care. Ready? Are you ready? Let's go. Alex, are you ready to pod? Hey, 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 are you all ready? We are ready. Let's get to it. Ready? This is Alex J. Aguiar, and you're listening to Pod With Me. Today, we're talking about the popular weed killer, Roundup. Eric Lem, who wrote the book Whitewash, which is the story of weed killer cancer and the corruption of science, tells us what this Roundup thing is all about. There's a lot of science out there on glyphosate. Glyphosate is the main ingredient in Roundup, Monsanto's herbicides, and, and hundreds of other herbicide products sold around the world. Uh, glyphosate by itself, there's a quite a body of literature on that, but glyphosate in formulation, in formulated products that people actually buy and use um, is something different, and that in fact is found to be much more toxic than glyphosate by itself. Uh, when you combine it with surfactants and other chemicals, in Roundup or in other products. So there's a host of epidemiology studies, toxicology studies, mechanistic data, uh, and the, the weight of evidence, according to our international cancer experts, uh, tell us that this is a probable human carcinogen. Uh, glyphosate has also been found uh, to be connected to reproductive problems, uh, problematic uh, birth outcomes for people, um, there, there's a range of, of science that shows uh, liver and kidney ailments uh, in animals that are treated or dosed with glyphosate. Uh, there's some evidence that it might be uh, tied to acute myeloid leukemia. Uh, that was a recent government study that came out that showed that association. Um, you know, so there's a lot of things to be concerned about uh, with glyphosate. And of course, this is the most widely used herbicide in the world. Also, Dr. Nick Sarowski had great information from his video on YouTube, Drinking Roundup, Weed Killer, The Unfortunate Truth. Now, when we talk about this weed killer being in your food and drink, we're talking about the active ingredient in Monsanto's weed killer known as glyphosate. There's been over 250 million pounds sprayed on American crops. Okay, once again, horrifying statistics here. Um, the Environmental Working Group found that glyphosate was in your oats, cereal, and granola. Okay, so a lot of people are starting their day with a breakfast full of glyphosate. That's delicious. Um, the Public Interest Advocacy Group tested 15 different beers and five wines. So once again, they're finding this in the beer. Now, this is just, you know, the average person just loves to have some beer here and there. And then, you know, unfortunately they have glyphosate in it. So this is kind of opening up a bigger conversation, right? Like if this is in beer, it's, it's what's happening to the apple juice that kids are drinking, the orange juice that kids are drinking. Um, and so anyway, we have to, you know, take all of the stuff into consideration and look at the big picture. Recently, there was a gentleman who was a groundskeeper and he was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma at the age 42. He um, basically was able to correlate that directly to using this weed killer with glyphosate in it. He sued the company Monsanto that uh, made it for around $280 million. He ended up with $78 million, but anyway, that was a groundbreaking lawsuit because you're talking about a gentleman who is reporting a problem that many people reported from, you, from being around this weed killer 
killer and he actually went up against a mega billion dollar company and he won okay so he got around 78 million dollars and since then 9,300 similar lawsuits have been filed against the company because people are developing a lot of different health issues from it okay there's been some pilot studies to find that glyphosate to impact sexual development dna structure proteins and gut health levels in the human bloodstream have increased 1000 percent since two decades ago okay that's like a devastating statistic once again how much is a safe level to have when you're looking at a carcinogen how much of us how much is a safe level to have in the body and my answer is none of course but of course the epa thinks that you know there is a safe level the world health organization and the international agency for research on cancer deem glyphosate as a probable human carcinogen okay and i don't even think i think that it's really crazy that there's these conversations going on like well you know it does it might cause health concerns like we drinking a carcinogen or eating a carcinogen chronically day in and day out is going to cause health concerns. Like, I mean, how could it not? When we look at how it affects the body, let's talk about the liver. It's been known to alter the ability um, of the liver to detox. It disrupts the um, phase one and phase two detoxification process by disrupting the cytochrome port P450. It increases oxidative stress on the liver. We're talking about glyph glyph glyphosate uh, increasing oxidative stress. Dramatically increase in liver cancer, cirrhosis, and fatty liver disease in young people. Okay, there's a dramatic increase in these liver problems in people. Okay, so all the time I talk about detox, and there's some people who go, well, doctor, Dr. Zorowski, there's no reason to detox because your body has the natural ability to detox. So why would you, you know, focus on doing some of these detoxes that you do? I've done lots of videos on them. But, you know, basically this is why. Because if you're chronically consuming glyphosate, and then on top of that glyphosate, you are actually going and getting... Uh, chemicals from your beauty products. You're getting chemicals from the, uh, or you're getting um, carcinogens from the chemicals in your home that you're cleaning with. The uh, toxins that are coming from the clothing that you're wearing, your bedding. So all of these things are just an absolute onslaught to the body. And the body, of course, yes, is designed to actually remove toxins from it. But when you're talking about an onslaught of this many different toxins coming at you all at once, and then of course the liver's job is to actually get rid of them. Well, here's one of the reasons we're seeing a major problem with people having liver issues, okay? Next is gut health, okay? And we're just trying to bring up a couple conversations. There's so many different uh, health problems related to this, but um, gut health, it disrupts the microbiome, okay? Research out there showing it disrupts the microbiome. Um, colon cancer is rising dramatically, okay? That's another issue, a major issue for today. Um, and then also there's mood disorders rising and I say mood disorders because what we know is that when gut health is disrupted the microbiome is disrupted it disrupts the, how the brain functions it disrupts your hormones it disrupts every aspect of your body the gut is a really really critical part of your entire health and that when we look at the gut the microbiome and that means that the bacteria within the gut is very important as well okay so it's going to disrupt your entire health so um, very powerful and wealthy uh, corporations really hold sway in Washington and uh, you know you see it in in my book in whitewash I lay out a lot of the evidence uh, that these lawmakers and policymakers uh, you know people in the administration they really are doing the bidding of the giant corporations uh, in many respects and they definitely are putting corporate profit ahead of public interest a that every player and everyone working in the industry is out to deceive us, you know, because clearly that's not true. There are, are very many good people and good scientists and others who are working hard to, to, to grow more food. And
and you know to do things that are good for the environment and to try to reduce pesticide use in some cases um, but there's also a great deal of evidence that the opposite occurs as well that when scientific evidence builds about the danger of a product um, or we see how it is harmful to the environment that rather than respond in an inappropriate and responsible manner that's protective of public interest what we see time and time again is the corporations working to protect their own interest. Just like Carrie Gillum just said, luckily for us, not everybody is corrupted. And guess what? I have proof right here with co-founder and executive vice president of Messina's, James Messina. How are you, James? I'm doing well. How are you, Alex? I'm good. James, tell everybody what Messina's is all about. Messina's is a manufacturer of lawn and garden products. Uh, we do things like fertilizers and weed killers, natural alternatives to some of the harsher chemicals that you're reading about in the news. We've been in business for about 20 years. Um, and I started the business back in the late 90s with my father, Jim, uh, bringing some of his early inventions to the masses all around the country and now to about five or six countries around the globe. Is absolutely amazing. And ever since you started with your family, was that your passion? Absolutely. Selling, uh, selling lawn and garden products was not where I, uh, I envisioned myself some 20, 30 years ago. Um, but you know, I went to college for visual media and did a lot of marketing and uh, product design, logos, all that kind of stuff. So I took all the skills I learned and parlayed it into this business. And uh, it was just kind of a natural extension. It worked out really well. That's awesome. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit. About, there's a lot of controversy right now happening. And you have a product that is magic. Yeah, so if you're if you're reading the newspapers, if you have newspapers anymore, but if you're online and you're reading the news or uh, watching TV, there's no shortage of commercials and stories about folks that are looking for alternatives to a product called Roundup and the active ingredient glyphosate. Um, it's been uh, it's been in lawsuits. It's been you know popping up in your food, and it, so it's used by consumers in their gardens. But it's also used by uh, agricultural, you know, farmers, large-scale operations, small-scale operations to keep weeds down in crops. And as a result, it's getting into some of the things that are then harvested and put into foods like Ben and Jerry's ice cream. How does it get into Ben and Jerry's ice cream? So the science of, of glyphosate is that it's a systemic product. That means that the plants actually absorb this uh, product to, and it kills them from the inside out. Well, along the way, the makers of this product also created something called a Roundup-resistant crop so that that way farmers could spray it more liberally without worrying about damaging the edible food, you know, corn and soy and all that kind of stuff. As a result, as I said, the product is systemic. When it gets absorbed now, the plants are not dying and they're getting harvested. So those those uh, vegetable crops, the, the the grains and so forth, are being harvested, and the chemical is still within the plant itself. And so when a a, uh, a food company, whether it's like I said, Ben and Jerry's Cheerios, even some beer manufacturers, when they buy their raw ingredients, they don't really realize it, but they're bringing in the chemical with the raw material as well. So it's in the corn, in the grain. And then that's then processed and turned into food and beverages that people are consuming day in and day out all around the country. Wow, this is, is it's just terrible because people think or people that make a, a health conscious decision yeah. to be healthy, yeah. they're really jumping into fire. Yeah, right? I mean, my wife and I became vegetarians about four years ago. We thought we were doing something really good for our, our health. And now we realize, you know, here's a whole other thing we have to worry about that we weren't even considering. Um, and so it's one of those things that people who are trying to eat healthy, who are trying to, um, you know, live off of a plant-based diet, especially are finding that they can't escape this, you know, and it's also in the meat-based products as well. You know, animals who come in contact with the grain as well have the danger of, 
uh, of uh, ingesting these products. You know, we brought a product out in the market that's a great alternative. Um, it's called Pulverize, and it does not use the same active ingredients. It actually is for organic gardening, um, and it's getting a lot of attention. It's it's in about 10,000 retailers around the country with some test opportunities at Home Depot and Walmart, major retailers, because they realize consumers are looking for alternatives, and we're here to let the world know that we have some. You guys were not the first ones to do an, an organic product like this, no. but the other ones failed because they probably went by, um, I don't know, they were trying to just, their focus was probably just getting the, their product out on the shelves and making money and they weren't focusing on what the ingredients should really be. Is that probably why they didn't well, have the success that you guys are having now? Yeah, I think it's a couple of different factors. You know, uh, natural products tend to be manufactured by smaller companies who maybe don't have the experience like we have with 20 years uh, of history in the industry and, and knowing the retailers and the and the buyers that we do know. Um, coupled that with you know the mom and pop approach, it sometimes is uh, less appealing packaging, um, less efficacy data. You know the stuff that actually proves the product performs as well as it does. The products are rushed out to market really quickly, and so what we found, especially when it comes to herbicides and and herbicides that are for organic gardening like ours. Um, we think we cracked the code with a really powerful name like Pulverize with really great packaging that consumers can um, take a look at and realize the products are probably going to be effective and and then be able to back it up with actual product performance that not only impresses them, but gets them to come back and keep buying it year after year. So what is your challenge right now to get this out there? I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer from this yeah. side, but um, it all boils down to uh, the power of the company as well, you know, probably, yeah. and their reputation and how long they've been and their commercials, because uh, their commercials look amazing. I was looking at some of the commercials, but they don't put no warning signs. Uh, maybe after all these lawsuits, they must put the warning sign. What, what, uh, what's your take on this? So the, the, the biggest hurdle for us is scale. You know, you're talking about billion dollar companies who have longevity in the marketplace. Products have been around for 20, 30, 40 years. Uh, can, brand names that consumers really know and that they're looking for. Um, we certainly don't have a megaphone big enough to shout over them. And so we're looking, you know, from the ground up to work with folks like, you know, uh, podcasters and, and uh, moms groups. We're working with moms across America right now. And we're trying to get the word out uh, in as, in as you know, judicious way as possible, really working with folks who are um, interested in using natural type products. You know, change never comes from the top. Change never comes from folks okay. in power. You know, it, and if you think it's going to, it's it's just a it's it's insane to even believe that change comes from people like you and I, people who want to actually see something different in the marketplace. So we're doing our part to really try to think smarter and, and act smarter and um, spread our word um, almost like an underground movement until finally it's so well known and so popular that it can't be denied anymore. Where can people come see your products and uh, know a little bit more about you? So they can go to pulverize.com, P-U-L-V-E-R-I-Z-E.com. That's um, you can find it on Amazon. You can find it at more than uh, 800 uh, WalMarts around the country, um, about 100 Home Depots, and at local garden centers, Ace Hardwares, True Values. Um, it's really starting to pop up everywhere. Uh, and if they don't have it, you know, feel free to ask for it by name and tell them that you want the store to start carrying Pulverize because I can assure you, you know, we were we launched the product three years ago and we were in a handful of stores. And a year ago, we were in 6,000 stores. And this year, we're in 10,000 stores. And it's just growing and growing and growing. And we couldn't be any more excited about the potential for the brand. It's mind-blowing. Okay, so what do you have to say to those people out there that use Roundup? Is there a message for them? Sure. 
my, my message is really simple. If you're looking for an alternative, and, and we know you are, we hope that you will give a natural product, a product that's for organic gardening, uh, an opportunity to prove to you that there are options. And that, you know, there is so much noise out there right now about the safety of, of products that contain glyphosate. And while we certainly haven't done the research ourselves, and I can't tell you definitively um, one way or another, while while the, the dust settles and, and while folks are debating this at a much higher level than we are and, and that the average consumer is, we want you to know you have an option while you continue to hear what the uh, what the information is that's coming out. And, um, and we're here to just basically say, look, Give us a shot. Let us show you what these products can do and uh, maybe change your life and maybe help you uh, use products in your own backyard, in your neighborhood that have less of an environmental impact than others. James, thank you for being here with us and sharing this uh, information. And one more thing. What? Don't fall off, fall off the pod. For more on Pod With Me, you can go to alexjaguiar.com. There, you can discover what platform works best for you to listen to the pod. And please follow us on our social media. On Instagram, we're Pod With Me. And on Facebook, we're Pod With Me AJA. This is Alex J. Aguiar. And until next time, don't fall off the pod. Credit.